You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. White supremacy is on the rise, and it has a new face driven in large part by the rise of the alt-right. White supremacists believe the white race is in danger of extinction. They feel like they're being replaced, blaming non-whites for their national economic troubles. White people should have the same treatment as any other groups. We should be able to stand up for ourselves. Middle-aged and overwhelmingly male, white supremacists have moved from online activism into the real world. This is Barbara Perry, director of the Center on Hate, Bias, and Extremism, who says white supremacy has a new, more subtle look. They're not wearing the, the white robes of the Klan, and they're not wearing the black leather jackets of the, uh, of the skinheads. Many of them are white-collar workers. Um, they're well-educated, they're sophisticated in their use of technology, they're sophisticated in their language and their construction, uh, construction of narratives. Um, so the, the, the movement really has changed its face. In the U.S., public white supremacy events have increased by 123% since 2016. By 2018, the number of known hate groups in the U.S. rose to its highest level in two decades, pushed by a combination of political polarization, anti-immigrant sentiment, and social media platforms that spread propaganda online. What is different now is people are more empowered to come out with their beliefs, thinking that it's become normalized because of various factors such as uh, the Trump election in the States, the rise of uh, nationalism throughout Europe uh, and Brazil and uh, throughout the world. And sometimes it could have deadly consequences. A man murdered 50 worshippers and critically wounded nine more at two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, on March 15th. These are not lone actors. They acted individually, but they're shaped by a greater collective of which they're a part. The guns used in the mass killing were decorated with the names of several violent white supremacists. Experts believe there is a trickle-down effect when it comes to feeling emboldened. When people turn on the TV and they see constant uh, battling between the left and the right, they see Trump saying openly racist things on CNN, and, and they, they're feeling enabled that they too can, can now come forward and, and share beliefs that they previously thought were embarrassing or shameful. Hadigan is a former white supremacist who helped shut down the Heritage Front, one of Canada's most powerful white supremacist groups in the 90s. Unfortunately, with the advent of the Internet, um, somebody can recruit from 2,000 miles away. The message propagates faster than anything we've ever seen before. Recruiting tactics are ruthless. She says they befriend those with low self-esteem, the people who feel like they don't belong. Hadigan immigrated from then-communist Romania as a young girl. 
Her father died, and her mother was abusive. She ended up in a foster home. So I was 16, uh, just dropped out of high school, and uh, really angry and alone, and didn't have a sense of belonging, didn't know who I was. And one day I was watching television, and I saw a guy, clean-cut man in a suit, talking about what's wrong with being proud of your European heritage. She was soon the face of the organization, a clean-cut, innocent-looking European girl. I was groomed very quickly. Um, Within a month or two, I was speaking at rallies. I was paraded in front of the media as a spokesperson for the organization, and I was taught how to recruit other people. The trick? Find a person's worst fear and let it fester. Maybe they lost a scholarship to an Asian student or their girlfriend left them for a black guy. Whatever it was, I was taught to figure it out and and go in for the kill. The message is this. Hate is self-preservation. Hadigan says today's hateful messages are now disguised as free speech. It's a move that I call going from the boots to the suits. Looking back historically, the Ku Klux Klan emerged in the late 1800s and re-emerged in the 1920s, where public lynching and racial terrorism was common practice. It comes back again in the 80s, except this time with neo-Nazi influence from white power skinheads. Experts say the last wave is where we are now, where mostly white middle-class men who believe the rights gained by immigrants or other minorities is a sign of their rights being taken away. While they're fighting for free speech, the messages can actually reach vulnerable people, people who are more at risk of of, um, not understanding the difference between reality and fantasy or conspiracy. And those people will, will take that message to heart and feel like they have no choice but to go out and kill people. Robert Gregory Bowers killed 12 Jewish worshippers in 2018. Alexandre Bissonnette massacred six Muslims the year before. And Dylan Roof murdered nine black Christian parishioners in 2015. The problem today, Hadigan says, is that online recruitment and hate speech is difficult to shut down. Speaking as a former white supremacist, she says all she ever needed was to be accepted. The problem is when we don't have conversations about immigration, about the changing demographics. Those conversations are happening in echo chambers among websites and people who are hateful. And um, unfortunately, we have to confront that with facts as to why we need the immigration, as to why diversity is a strength and not uh, something that is corroding people and their, you know, and their and their fears. Thanks for watching Global News. If you like what you saw, like the video. Also hit the subscribe button to get the latest international news and best trending videos.
I'm way up, you looking like ants. Failure is not in my plans. Enemies don't get a chance. Superior, I'm too advanced. I'm way up, you looking like ants. I know you smelling defeat. You gon' be kissing my feet. All of my brothers gon' eat. All of my, all of my, well. I know you smelling defeat. You gon' be kissing my feet. All of my brothers gon' eat. All of my brothers gon' eat. Not bombs, not swords, not mice, not force. This fight, not mine, not yours. My lord, five finger work, but you lie for. I'ma have locked jaw when it pop up. Wisdom is solid if I won, like that's what I thought. We getting down to the wire, it's a nail biter. I'm a Harlem hellfighter, dip the hellfire. Touch my mind, know it took time to it. And even then, do it gently, or it's my condolence. My slave owners went from Friday beta gamble to the third stanza of the Star Spangled Banner. The main statue stand tall like they all roll you. All I'm seeing is a chalk or a gargoyle. How you got the all the war in the sofa night? The national anthem sound like a sword of flesh. And my enemy blood gushing for bomb rushing. French kids kicking death, Tim's tongue touching. In World War III, that's another joke. Seen the king that the green did the thunderbolts. With the words of the Lord that the brother spoke. One gun left there, but a puff smoke. I know you smelling the feet. You gon' be kissing my feet. All of my brothers gon' eat. All of my, all of my, well. Hey, shalom, everybody. Uh, most high Christ bless. Just wanted to uh, stop and make a few comments real quick about what's going on in Minneapolis. Um, as some of you have known and some of you have not known, what's going on in the news is crazy. Uh, a man by the name of George Floyd was killed by the cops. Basically, uh, four cops held him down and one cop put his knee on the man directly on his neck to try to kill him and he eventually did kill him so here's the aftermath of that situation this is an article by the Chicago Tribune I'm going to read part of this article this is dated May 29, 2020 angry demonstrators in Minneapolis ransacked torch police station CNN reporter arrested while on air in Minneapolis thick smoke hovers over Minneapolis On Friday, hours after cheering, protesters torched a police station that officers abandoned as a third night of violent protests flared over the death of George Floyd. A handcuffed black man who led, who pleaded for air and his life as a white police officer kneeled on his neck. Police evacuated the third precinct station, the focus of many of the protests. Late Thursday, to protect employees, a spokesman said. Live stream videos showed protesters entering the building where internationally were intentionally set fires, activated smoke alarms and sprinklers. Uh, number 45, Donald Trump threatened action, prompting a warning from Twitter for glorifying violence. Dozens of fires were also set in nearby St. Paul where nearly 200 businesses were damaged or looted. 
protests spread across the U.S. fueled by outrage over Floyd's death and years of violence against African Americans at the hands of police, demonstrators clash with officers in New York and block traffic in Columbus, Ohio and Denver. And there's some more stuff about what Trump says, blah, 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 calling black people thugs. Uh, Minneapolis needs to get things under control, blah, blah, blah. All right, that's about it as far as what I want to pull from the uh, article. So what many people don't realize is that um, the way the police were set up, police were never, I'm talking about never set up to be anything more than a damn slave patrol. I'm telling you, the institution of policing in America started from raiding slave patrols where they would go around looking for escaped slaves and try to put them back on the plantation and work under harsh conditions or subject them to torture or lynching or things of that nature, okay? Remember... If you look at the United States Constitution, specifically the 13th Amendment, it says slavery is abolished except in the case of criminal activity and being duly convicted of a crime. So what do they do? They transferred us from being the title of a slave to the title of criminal, which is why Trump says that that has the need of instead of calling people a slave, he'll call them a thug. Because thugs are criminals. Criminals get put in jail and prison. So that's what they do. They change the title and say, instead of calling you a prisoner of war, instead of calling you a slave, we're going to call you a thug. All right? So now think about this. You got a lot of uh, Edomites, Caucasians, that's uh, going around protesting, right? With assault rifles, with bazookas with uh, pistols, with other types of firearms, right? And minimal to little press coverage of it, right? These are armed men walking around on government property, walking around in the streets with the potential to cause serious damage to people and lives, right? No outrage, no calling them thugs, none none of that stuff, right? And then you have a man that was murdered I'm talking about killed, like pleading for his life, begging for his life. And these individuals uh, uh, blame him for his actions and say, oh, he committed a crime. So, yeah, everybody's riled up over it. Everybody is angry because the scripture says, truly oppression make the wise man mad. That's Ecclesiastes 7 and 7. Oppression will make people go mad, even a person with wisdom. We'll lose all sensibilities and go wild. But the difference between those riding out in the streets and and the people that uh, know who they are as far as the Israelites is we're taking action by calling the people to repent, calling the people to identify who they are, how do we get in the circumstances that we're in, and what is the uh, resolution and how we're going to get saved out of this. We're not going to be in battle No kingdom on this earth has lasted forever. If you look at the Babylonians, their kingdom fell. If you look at the Egyptians, their kingdom fell. If you look at the Grecians and the Romans, their kingdom fell. So who are we to think that this empire, that this dark side of the force, (laughs) that this place is going to last forever? 
Like, I think about the show Star Wars, right? The movie Star Wars, right? And you have a rebellion going on, and people are rooting for the rebellion. People are rooting for those uh, Jedi that are fighting for uh, uh, the salvation of their people. (laughs) They're fighting for the salvation of their people. And yet the Empire sends their stormtroopers to come in and murder the Jedi, to murder the people. What's the difference between a a stormtrooper and the police? Absolutely nothing. Their design is to basically uphold the Empire, uphold the slave patrols, uphold going to the oppressed people and further putting a foot on their necks. That's exactly what happened to Floyd Curl, uh, uh, Joy, Joy Floyd, my bad, Joy Floyd, George Floyd, that's his name, I'm sorry. That's exactly what happened to the brother. They, they couldn't wait. They already subdued him, but they couldn't wait to put their foot and then a knee on this man's neck. This matches up with scripture. Um, Lamentations chapter 5. Lamentations chapter 5 says this, right? Uh, 5 verse 5. Our necks are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. Verse 1. Remember, O Lord, what has come upon us. Consider our reproach. Our inheritance is turned to strangers. Our houses to aliens. We are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are widows. So this man now that lost his life, I'm pretty sure he probably had kids. I'm not sure. But now the kids are fatherless. All right. The kids are fatherless. Our next verse five, our next are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. So no, no matter how much we work, no matter how much we fought to build up these nations, America, the Caribbean islands, South America, parts of Asia, parts of Europe, parts of Africa. We help to build these nations up as the slaves and we've never had rest. We've never had rest here in America. And that's why we need a savior. That's exactly why the scripture says the children of Israel need a savior. Uh, Matthew chapter one, verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. Because of our sins, we uh, fall under the curses of Deuteronomy 28. Because our forefathers made a covenant with the Most High God, and we broke that covenant. And the covenant said, if we keep the Lord's statutes and commandments, we will be the top ruling nation on earth. However, if we would not hearken and listen to the Lord's statutes and commandments and be obedient to keep the laws that govern our own society as the people of God, then curses would fall upon us as a people. And that's exactly what happened to the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. We are the Israelites of the Bible. That's why we need a savior. Luke chapter 1, verse uh, 68 says this. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he have visited and redeemed his people and have raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. So who hates the black man in America? 
Who hates the Hispanic men in America? Who hates the uh, uh, Native American men? All, right? All these things are clearly seen in the scriptures. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 17. And I will set my face against you, and ye shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you, and ye shall flee when none pursueth. That's what's going on. Those that hate the black man are ruling over us. So I pray that uh, someone could listen to this and change their ways and that we could uh, repent and come back to the Lord's statutes and commandments that the Most High ordained us to have as the Israelites so that Christ could come back and save us from those that hate us. Um, that's just a short uh, clip that I wanted to share. I hope this encourages somebody. Most High in Christ bless. I'm finna ride, I'm finna black cause they told me a lie yeah. Said I was black just to ruin my life uh. Feeding me dope just to ruin the mind They yeah. gave me two nations confusing the mind Aye. They gave me the ghetto and giving me time yeah. Locked behind bars, I'm in prison for living Cause living. up in these trenches is robbing and killing Said I'm a nigga but who was they kidding yeah. Learned I'm a king, now it's fringes and ribbons yeah. Great was war coming soon to their gates For raping and killing off all the saints yeah. I'm in the pain, no it ain't paint They jealous cause my guard got the black face yeah. They mocking and acting like they really safe Aye. Ain't no repentance for that red ape yeah. It's irons and chains for the other snakes chains. Always go hard, I never hit the brakes yeah. Stick to that law no matter what the stakes yeah. The kingdom is ours, I'm doing what it takes I'm from the tribe, I'm yeah. from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I'm yeah. from the tribe, I'm from the tribe yeah. I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe, I'm from the tribe I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe, I'm from the tribe I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe, confusing our minds We living in drama, the days of our lives I walk to the window and peek through the blinds Now what do you see? Come on, open your eyes I see that hatred, that envy and pride The redmen outside, he's teaching us lies Forcing our hand to go commit the crimes Pulling the strings when I'm cutting the ties Y'all know the vibes, praise the most high Cling to the script cause the words make you wise Endure to the end, keep your faith and you're fine And if you look up, you'll see we on the rise My friends is held down by a border of blue Since I realized that we the elect I'm grabbing eagles by the vein on their neck I'm ripping eagles Eagle veins right off they neck The other heaters getting chains on they neck It's like cane on they neck This smackdown gonna be raw When I climb up the top row Jump off, drop my elbow right on they chest Yeah I'm from the tribe I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe I'm from the tribe I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe I barely ever get rest It's like I work to pay bills My people are still Saved. We the kids of the prison cells. Children starving while being sad. So they feed them a heavy meal. Meanwhile, it's toxic. Like the air we breathe. 
chemtrails, they feed us rice that's plastic. And they bring us AIDS like magic. Johnson, gang wars up in Compton. Murder rates is skydiving, that's body dropping. I swear these natures is blind. They red seas is nothing. Like shortest person in line. They frontin', we illuminated, we was never the same. Besides blood running through our veins, it's crazy how we went from wearing chains to being a chains. Curse! I'm from the tribe, I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe. I'm from the tribe, I'm from the tribe. I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe. I'm from the tribe, I'm from the tribe. I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe. I'm from the tribe, I'm from the tribe. I'm from the, I'm from the, I'm from the tribe. Benjamin.